0: Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. And the Music of America podcast continues. We're in Wyoming, Delaware, Wyoming, Delaware. And we're going to talk with Jim Rezak, in a moment after we talk to bass players, listen up. The bag is a high quality leather gig bag family of products that are handmade in the United States with the finest craftsmen and beautiful, sophisticated, very cool overall appearance. They're made of some of the finest quality leather and cushion available and meant to last a lifetime literally, a lifetime. They have over 30 years in the leather industry and are extremely proud to introduce this fine line of gig bags targeted for both the skilled professional. As well as the fun seeking novice. Tony Vaughn, bass player, Tony Vaughn Bass Bags. Okay, they're hoping that you're going to love their bags as much as Tony does. And you can find them at www.tonyvaughn.com. So Jim Rezik. Rizek. Rizek.
1: Rezak. <laughs> Rezak. You're pretty darn close. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you know that's what happens. I get it right the first time, and then I blow it the rest of the day. So <laughs> I'll just it. call you Jim. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about Wyoming, Delaware. I got when you <laughs> go to send sending your paperwork here, I'm like Wyoming. No, no, I'm doing Delaware.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember getting the email from you. And said, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, "No, why? Uh, yes, Wyoming. It's like right smack in the middle of our tiny. Uh, where the second smallest state in in the union it's uh it's a very tiny state and we're right smack it takes two hours to drive from the top to the, from the north to the south here uh, <laughs> and less than that to east to west but uh i'm in wyoming delaware which if you're familiar with the capital of delaware it's dover and it's pretty much backs right up to dover delaware okay so that's right
0: yeah. and Norm, then
1: norman rockwell should live in this little town of wyoming because it, it's got his name all over it practically
0: really that's cool. When I went back to high school, when I got out of radio, I went back to St. Louis. And one of the first things I did was I walked the halls of my old high school and my associate, then associate principal was now the principal. And he came up to me and said, Tom Pollard. I said, yeah, how are you doing? And uh, he said, what brings people back here? And the word I used was Rockwellian. The, the community that we lived in, the school district that we lived in, doesn't even have a name. I mean, it's a school district. It's a fire district. It's got a zip code, but right. we don't have a name. It's unincorporated. But everybody <laughs> knows about Afton. That's where John Goodman went to high school, you know? Wow. wow. And uh, uh, But that's what he said. He says that's what he gets from people all the time is that small-town community sense surrounded by a big city. Right. And that's what it sounds like uh, Wyoming is like that
1: yeah so i um uh, one of the gigs i play frequently is right up the street believe it or not at an ice cream shop now it's a huge ice cream shop and they got mini golf and all kinds of other fun stuff but he has bands every friday and saturday and sunday and i was the first one about 10 11 years ago i was the first one to start playing there and you're sitting near the railroad tracks people are in have their strollers and dogs and grandmas and you look across the tracks and they got the American flag banners hanging from the banisters from the, the oh, railings, something it's yeah, it's a slice of Americana here in Wyoming, Delaware.
0: That's so cool. Now you said this is how my brain works. You said trains, which made me think of City of New Orleans, Arlo Guthrie, Woody Guthrie. And that's who I've been trying to think to identify your style with. Oh, because wow. your your musical style is so much like the Guthrie family to me you don't just wow. play music that, you 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 tell stories jim and the the guitar is kind of background for that
1: yeah it just gives me excuse to open my mouth <laughs> 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 but uh that is a compliment and a half because what do you the uh, city of new orleans was one of the first new orleans was the first uh you can tell i'm not from there um that was the uh one of the first cool songs I learned that with a bunch of Neil Young songs way back in the early '70s. Yeah. No
0: kidding. I just Thank learned you. this. I just learned this this year uh, that Steve Goodman actually wrote the song "City of New Orleans," and then Arlo added a chord somewhere in there and made it his. Boom! He's that's how right. he got away he? with having to uh, yeah. or not having to yeah. pay royalties. He had an extra chord in there somewhere, and that's how Arlo wow. Guthrie's version doesn't have to pay Steve Goodman I, or something
1: i love those stories i love those, Isn't it great
0: those. so yeah. tell us uh tell us your musical history what's your background what you get in uh what did you get into and when
1: okay uh well i have played guitar since i was you know i think i asked for a guitar when i was in seventh grade got one for christmas and uh have played ever since but it wasn't until and that was a long time ago it wasn't until about 12 13 years ago, I joined an Americana band, which probably seems very fitting. And I was playing a little bit of electric guitar, uh, six string banjo, which is basically a guitar and a banjo body and a cigar box slide guitar. And it was a neat Americana band. And the first practice I noticed both the the mandolin player and the female vocalist both had three original songs that were good enough to be in the set list. I remember thinking, "Gosh, I've got bits and pieces of songs that go back. Some of them, 15 years that I've just, you know." If you, I was not a writer, but if you play guitar, you noodle around, you come up with ideas. Like, "Oh, I should finish that one day," and so I wasn't, you know. This prompted me to finish three songs, and uh, I quickly, we, the band quickly grew to having three songwriters that contributed the same amount. Next thing you know, we have half a night's worth of original music i didn't stop writing since then that was the pivotal moment i've written and written and that's all i do now i mean i i was telling you before i uh, you know i teach uh guitar out of a mm-hmm. neat little studio on the tracks i teach 50 60 students easily every week and um to pay the bills and i love it but my passion what i do every day is write rewrite i've gotten into recording this past fall uh never did that before and that's a neat learning experience because you know there's there's a lot to learn and uh, yeah um but yeah so that's that's me in a nutshell i guess yeah
0: it's so cool too because so many singer songwriters are singers that also write songs but i've had the blessing of meeting people like you that are songwriters that sing
1: I that's a great boy. That's a, that might be the first time I heard it put that way. And it's perfect. It really yeah, is.
0: I have a 20 some odd guitars, I but but I'm not a guitar player. I play guitar, but I'm not a guitar player. And it's that same subtle difference. You know, uh, yeah, your craftsmanship and your, your wonderful vocalist. I I'm I'm drawn into your music by your music, by your delivery, but also by your stories. And that's I, what really hooks me, as opposed to like a, a musical hook on a song. Listening to a story today about uh, an old Mel Brooks story, and I like
1: it already. <laughs> in the battle
0: in the Battle of the Bulge, he was a corporal, and he hooked up a loudspeaker, and they were on the other side of the Ardennes Forest from the Nazis, right? And they're singing, they're playing their propaganda, anti-Semitic Hitler radio over their loudspeaker. So Corporal Lewitsky or whatever his name was before he changed it to Brooks, Corporal Melvin climbed up, hooked up a loudspeaker, and played twit twit twitsy. So this Jewish corporal plays Al Jolson a Jewish performer, blares it out over the Ardan Forest, which is hilarious, you know, but that's, nice. that's 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 an example of of a catchy lyric and a catchy tone or tune or whatever but it's not really a message to a to, tootsie hey. goodbye to a to, to, tootsie don't cry come on <laughs> but it has mel's name all over it, it sure <laughs> does. well the story sure does <laughs> but
1: but thank you because uh I, I mean i know what you're getting at and it's like uh so uh you know i, I lyrics have been very important to me i just didn't want to write i didn't want to use the same lyrics mm-hmm. the same phrases that we've all heard and there's nothing against it. I, I i work with a lot of people and play a lot of song songwriter festivals and that's uh or showcases and i get it but I, I i really put a lot of pressure on myself i want to i want to say things differently you know i want to say i love you or uh, i'm sad or whatever in a way that you know makes sense i've been very fortunate because when some people have Been very specific not everyone is i love a compliment as much as the next guy when someone says i like your stuff i say thank you when they say that line about blah 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 you couldn't have said that more perfectly to touch what i'm feeling i'm like that's even better so
0: who inspires you as a song writer
1: okay um well let me let me i'll get to the well no let me go backwards okay i think one of the most prolific and 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 outstanding speaking of saying things in a different way jason isbell oh my gosh i just have always uh you know i really got into him a number of years ago and i've been to a a concert or two of his and you know the way he paints a picture with words is Mm -hmm. like you know that's that's the biggest inspiration for me
0: that Um, song elephant just tears me up
1: oh oh my gosh yeah um Boy, I
0: I literally, first couple of times I heard it, I, I had tears in my eyes it, when you yeah. realize what he's singing about. And yeah, he like you said, he says so many things, so many ways that I could never express. You know, I don't have that talent, that
1: art, that gift. You, you know what? That song, uh, If We Were Vampires, that he wrote, the whole thing is about that. Saying things in a different way, like instead of saying, I love you so much and this is going to end. You Know he says, like, you know, if we were vampires, we wouldn't have to worry about you know things, and you know, I just thought, <laughs> brilliant, you know, what, what, but like, uh, and we, you know, you mentioned uh, the Arlo Guthrie, and that was truly one of the first guys that got me, you know, I the first cool song I ever learned by myself, you know, I had the Mel Bay lessons on the side, right, you know, right. but the Philadelphia Inquirer would come on Sunday, and they this was before the internet. They would have a popular song with just the chords written in there and Neil Young heart of gold. Boom. That's a person. So Neil Young was a huge going now flipping back to old days. Neil Young and of course uh you know, the problem with saying you're a Beatles fan when you teach is all you get our beatles gifts for christmas so i've got a little shrine there and i I love the boys love them and uh you know can't can't go on enough but that was you know i sound probably very typical mentioning them but i'm not going to deny it either yeah um but uh yeah neil young arlo guthrie um you know uh i there's a sound that i like i don't know if it's necessarily the lyrics but there's a sound when i first heard and i i i claim that i heard i heard uh chris isaac five years before anybody knew who he was that's my claim to fame before wicked game came out Uh got me through some hard times but that sound was reminiscent of like uh, darker roy orbison or you know uh, stuff like that and uh so that i don't know if you'd count that as an influence in songwriting but definitely it's 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 not just the lyrics it's all the other stuff i think about how i was influencing
0: one of our guitar players Tim Hillwood when he was on the show we talked about tone and tone small T and then tone big T in this case like the whole tonal picture it's not just a certain tone out of the guitar but it's the whole tone of the message the words the lyrics the music the reverb the effects the whatever that all goes into your production
1: yes wow yeah, and you just made, uh, can you tell that... i
0: became a fan like that after listening to your stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you oh my gosh this is a great way to start a friday hey um i uh yeah the uh when you said that and you talk and when you said reverb i double clicked in my brain on uh one of my f- favorite local uh or newer groups not local definitely not local uh lord Huron um i love that big sound they have it sounds like uh and I was watching the, the series Longmire and they came to the season, not the season finale, but the series finale. And they played this Lord Huron song to the ends of the earth. And I was like, oh, my God. And it's just a big sound. The words go with that big. re. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about that. I just thought about big T. I'm going to remember that big T's little T.
0: Big T, little T. I'm getting so, a lot out of this already. <laughs> this is great. Connected. Let's start with that. That's the first song of yours we're going to listen to uh tell us the story about connected
1: okay so uh, i is going to get we're going to dive right into emotion here, here um go. so uh i have every parent brags about their kids uh, well some don't maybe but i certainly do and it is is the best two of the best things i've done the two best things i've done in my life is i have two sons zach and jake and they're 28 27 and they are amazing and i'll if I start talking about them, we won't have enough time. Uh, <laughs> but it was at a time in my life just a little while ago in the distant past, uh, not so distant past. Um, you know, it was a little bit of a darker time, time when things were maybe falling apart and stuff. I remember wanting, feeling like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to get disconnected from my guys. And I felt that's where we were heading because of me. Um, and. After kind of making corrections to, to change that and starting on a, a good path, um, I wrote that and it was totally about them, but this, uh, I may have said this in an email to you, the story grew. Uh, so it was about my sons, wanting, wanting to be connected and feeling like I was getting back connected to the, the two best things in my life. Um, and then um, I had a friend who I lost who was my age who lost him. He had beaten cancer twice and um at his 60th slash 60th birthday slash celebration of life his wife surprised him by having he was in education had past students put his poems to music and people got a letter from senator um coach k from duke (laughs) wrote him a letter he knew all these people and I thought, and she told me to bring my guitar, and I thought, okay, well, they, uh, towards the, it was the end of the evening, and I thought, okay, they forgot about me. She said, last but not least, Pat's childhood friend, Patrick's childhood friend, Jimmy Reza, that's what they call me if they know me a long time, Jimmy, is, is going to sing a song. I'm like, okay. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was going to kind of wing it because I have a bunch of songs that I played connected. Two things happened. Uh, a lady cried, which that's always a, a
0: uh-huh. that
1: makes him cry. <laughs> he cried and um patrick came up to me after he said this that's my favorite song i said oh you've heard my other stuff he said no that's my favorite song right now of any song and um oh, wow. it, and on a on my sunday night live stream uh we have adopted that song as our group song and every and i i may i may repeat a song from time to time but that song i play each and every sunday night on twitch and it's a lot of fun
0: that's so cool well, we're going to share it now with the audience cool. and uh, our guest, Jim Rizak from Wyoming, Delaware, in the song Connected. Okay, Let's come out of that, we'll do a commercial, and we'll talk about Paper Cup.
2: It was the song of my childhood, it was the song of the crowd. I never heard it, wasn't listening. Now it's playing so loud. And I think it needs singers. And I think it needs voices. And I think that my life comes down to just two or three choices. So I pick up the pen hell let go of the guns and I plugged in my fender and I thought of my sons and I was connected I was connected a bit imperfected but I was connected in <laughs> My mind's just as clear. And the ones that I hurt now are the ones I hold dear. And I am connected. I am connected. A bit imperfected. But I'm still connected. And our hands are all raised,
0: and I think I hear singers. I could swear I hear voices, and I know that our
2: lives come down to just two or three choices. We are connected we are connected we're still imperfected but we are connected
0: In Wyoming, Delaware with Jim Rizak, and that song was called Connected, and we'll be back talking to Jim or Jimmy as he was referred to. <laughs> you know, we've all done this. We've had that perfect tone we're looking for. And then the club owner walks up and says, Hey, you're a little too loud. Could you turn it down? And something like that. And you have to change that, which you've spent all day trying to achieve, that tone, you know, that that one where you're always in the sweet spot. Well, introducing the Lexi. From Landry Amps. It's a quality boutique amp, has 100 watts of vintage plexi circuit at its core, has a rhythm crunch channel, a boosted lead channel, digital reverb, tube buffered effects loop, depth control, and an awesome voice switch. Each channel has its own gain and master control, but share the EQ. This Landry amp has more gain than a plexi, everywhere from a whisper to concert level volumes to concert-level volumes and is designed to be played at those lower volumes. You know what I mean? That kind of heavy Marshall tone that used to require tons of volume to achieve, and you can get it with less volume without losing tonal quality. Check it out. Landry Amps on YouTube, or check their website at www.landryamps.com. Jimmy. <laughs> Jim, <laughs> you so, said... That. <laughs> This is audio only, but people, if they could see this really cool guitar you have hanging up behind you, and uh, tell us a story about that, if you can.
1: That's the uh, one-of-a-kind Telecaster, and if you're a guitar player, you know the play on words there. I'm from Delaware. I love tellies, Telecasters, but uh, this was made for me, custom-made by a, um, a student of mine. Uh, he was a retired engineer. And we—he never paid for lessons because he was always making me something. He made uh, an amp that, if Doctor Frankenstein played electric guitar, this amp would be his. It has
0: uh, <laughs>
1: copper pi- piping and you know looks very steampunky. But anyway, so he made this. Was the last thing he made for me, and you can't see it from—well, you guys can't see it, but you can't see it. Um, the 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 um, it's in the shape of Delaware, um, the body, and being an engineer he knew how to position the strap buttons so you don't get that like gibson flying v kind of thing where it it gets top heavy it gets so heavy i take my hands off of it and i thought that's how that's the difference between engineers and guitarists. they think differently it's perfectly balanced stays right there uh and the the knobs are delaware quarters flipped over where you see uh caesar rodney uh, the signer, first signer of the Declaration of Independence, yeah. is so yeah. So yeah, that's a cool guitar, isn't it? I hung. It, it there. is
0: really, really cool. It's really unique, and it's shaped like the state of Delaware. it's like that's that's hilarious in itself. Good thing I'm not from Maryland, right? That was a... weird
1: looking. No offense to Maryland <laughs> but That's just a weird guitar design. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but that's not what you play on stage. You're an acoustic guy, right? Uh, mostly? Well, mostly,
1: yes. But I do, I take that out like I'm getting ready to do something, uh, go up to Pennsylvania, and I'll probably take that to do one song towards the end. So I, a little bit of eye candy on stage, but I, I mostly play acoustic guitar when I'm doing my gigs.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you switch off? Do you always stay on a six-string? Do you switch off on a 12-string every once in a while? Or?
1: Don't have a 12-string anymore, but I do switch off. I have, you know, two six-strings uh, that I like to use a lot, Uh, Martin and an East, Eastman. Actually, I have... Uh, another guitar but um sometimes i'll do different tuning you know yeah Uh, but that's pretty much it yeah
0: when i bought my house in st louis i had moved from springfield missouri to be back closer to my dad when he was you know nearing his end okay and one of my two of my best friends were helping me move stuff in and we're just kind of taking a break and i heard One of my guys playing with one of my guitars. I said, what are you doing? He goes, oh, this guitar is all out of tune. I said, Tom, it's all tuned to E. You know, he goes, well, the other one was out of tune, too. I said, that's drop D. I have, like, three different guitars, three different tunings on there. And he tuned them all wonderfully, but I didn't want that. (laughs) 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 But that's kind of cool to have that versatility, too. Like, you want to 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 learn how to play different songs and different tunings, especially yeah. like you said, Neil Young. I mean, he does so much drop D. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? Oh, and the that's uh, tuned to an uh, an open open E. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, so I do slide a we'll little slide on. I, I was going to you said
0: you, you said slide earlier. I was going to ask if you have a resonator. I do. Yeah.
1: Right, right back there. Yeah. I got I got that. Um, uh another student of mine uh was selling a he, student he's a student of mine 50 guitars five zero wow and uh so he said i gotta start thin herd." and i said oh the wife's giving you some grief about it right and he goes well maybe you yeah. <laughs> know. so <laughs> he said i got a, an actual dobro um you know straight up i remember i went into some place said hey can i get a pickup for this and the guy looked at me he says you don't put a pickup in that old
0: yeah. <laughs> Mike it. it yeah, Mike. It. Mike right. it. Yeah. Funny. So um uh, Paper Cup. That's the next song we're going to listen to.
1: Excellent. I got a good story for that, I think. Um this I'm gonna ask you guys to think back to when you were kids attending those uh birthday parties in a backyard and summer day, you know, big picnic bench and the little tiny Dixie paper Dixie cups. Uh-huh. And you'd fill them with something really healthy, like Kool-Aid, you know, and you'd play and you'd have cake and whatever. And you, and then you'd be gone for 40 minutes playing, whatever. And then you'd come back to get your drink. And you noticed that there were droplets all around. It was like all the condensation it was like, and as a little kid, I thought, oh my gosh, it's like the, the, the Kool-Aid in there coming out, you know? And I always <laughs> thought uh, a few years back, I thought, what a great analogy or visual, you know, to a heart like a heart so filled with love i'm going to get a little corny here but so filled with love that it it goes past the boundaries but is held intact Uh, and that's where paper cup came from like you know just so much love that it's just overflowing overflowing past past the borders and uh, that's where that came from
0: so cool is that one of your older songs or is that really uh
1: that was yeah um that that goes back a number of years now and that uh that uh that came not too long after a song called Fall and um those two I started not- people were really uh focusing in on the lyrics and giving me some feedback about the imagery and that's those that one especially that one really helped the reaction I got from that kind of helped keep me on that path of like shooting for that imagery and storytelling as you put it
0: you know? yeah well I guess we should listen to it since we've okay. talked about it yeah Right. This is Paper Cup with Jim Rezac from Wyoming, Delaware.
2: I have flown on empty wings. I've been shown what sadness brings. I've had oceans in my head turning to dried riverbed But somewhere in those desert dreams I dive into the deepest stream It's your love surrounds me as I wait here for your love to drown me My heart is come your love is what fills it up, soaks right through me and surrounds me. All oh, your love, all around me. ice love can drown or baptize i've been years without the rain now i know love's other name if only you could swim through me like water in the deepest sea then you know what i have over me My heart is a paper cup Your love is what fills it up Soaks right through me and surrounds me All you love All around me Sometimes I Fill up my sea with an ocean Then I float in my motor sleep through me and surrounds me all you love all around me
0: paper cup with Jim Rezak and I'm Tom Pollard your host here on the music of America podcast we'll Come back and talk to Jim about his last song in a minute. It's really quite simple. You buy Kitty's Litter Box. You open the box, place the litter in the box, introduce the box to your cat when the cat has done their business for maybe about a month or so. Close the box, throw it away. That's it. Close the box, grab the handle of this biodegradable box, and throw it away. It's perfect for traveling with your favorite feline, affordable and convenient. That's one of the things that I really hated about cats. And I don't know how it became my job, but I hated cleaning the litter box. Well, if Kitty's Litter Box were around, say, 20 years ago, who knows? I might still have cats. Kitty's Litter Box, all lowercase, kitty'slitterbox.com Order today. It's perfect. We were talking about that. You're laughing. Now, we were talking on, on the break there about wordsmiths. And, uh, people yes. write some songs because they want to write a, a love song. People write, but you don't just do that. You are a word Smith. You pay attention to the words around you and the meaning of the words around you. You probably get wordle on the second guess every day, you know?
1: <laughs> I, I wish, but no, I, uh,
0: I'm a consistent forger just so you know.
1: <laughs> nice. It's good. That's a, I should do exercise my mind like that more often. Um, there were there was a um very early on uh when I started writing like meaning like just about 13, 12 years ago I had been writing I had a couple songs and lost my the job that I had at the time which was non-music not music related at all um and um was really having doubts and was starting to apply for jobs I shouldn't have had no business applying for and a <laughs> friend of mine called me up and says hey you know I, I get it. I, you know, you got your kids are getting ready to go to college. You're worrying. You're panicking. You, you know. You, um, he said, but "I'd like you to come with me uh, Friday, and we're going to drive down the beach, about an hour away." And we drove down, and I, I don't have permission to use his name, so I, I, I won't do that. He's a very humble guy, too. So, but it was uh, here in Humble, Delaware, in little old Dover, Delaware, or not Dover, Del- uh, Delaware. Roe with Beach, we have a grammy award-winning songwriter and i'll leave it at that um Mm -hmm. i didn't know the guy but my friend his brother was a friend of his and he brought me down there to introduce me to this guy and he listened to three of my songs which aren't as good as the ones i have now but he gave me an hour and a half of his time and he listened and he zoned in on on that imagery and there was one song i wrote where um I was talking about blind blindfolds on my heart meaning well whatever it means he, he zoned in on something that I had a week earlier paid to get some critique done from a la expert uh-huh. who said um uh it it, it, the, it was from fall the the song fall and it's like um uh the phrase was I can't even remember the exact phrase but the phrase was having to do with you know, we fall um, blindfolds on our hearts, meaning, you know, we can't, you know, our hearts aren't seen correctly. You know, we just fall.
0: You know, Right. Whatever.
1: And he said, that's a great line. This other guy told me, he says, yeah, that doesn't make any sense because the heart doesn't have any eyes. And right then I knew I had <laughs> wasted my $50 and never went back to that guy. You know, but but I was very fortunate because this guy who was quite a songwriter, an amazing songwriter, um, gave me that bit of. Uh, he zoned in on that and said, uh, "But he also told me, he says, keep doing what you're doing." He said, "You're on the right path." He said, "You had the potential to be a really good lyricist." And he said, "Part of the problem with people is they come up with that killer line, blah blah blah, I love you, whatever." You know, he mm-hmm. said, or, or they say something. He said, "But the next, but you know." He said, if you want to write, if rhyme isn't important, go write a novel. But if you're writing music, rhyme is important. He said what, what people do, typically they come up with that great line, then the hardest part is coming up with the next line that's going to rhyme with it. Yeah. And some people kind of, at that point, pick up the phone and phone it in or just grab the rhyme that come jumps into their head. He said, take the 19 trips around the block, work at it. In the 20th one, you'll come up with the one that works. And so that's been my approach to put the time into it. Like, don't be you know as my father used to say good enough never is (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh,
1: I love that (laughs) so uh that's yeah I appreciate you seeing that because that means a lot to me yeah
0: interesting my brother and I disagree on a song and I absolutely love the song love will keep us alive because I think it's a pretty melodic love song he hates it for one thing when you're hungry Love will keep us alive. No, when you're hungry, have a piece of bread, you know?
1: <laughs> He's a literal guy, isn't he? <laughs>
0: Usually not, but in that one, and the other one that really got him was a uh, Cool Change by the Little River Band. Yeah, The albatross and the whale, they are my brother. He goes, no, they aren't. They are not. <laughs> you're my brother. John's my brother. Greg's my brother, but not an albatross, not a whale. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call it uh, lazy writing. And I've revisited now because um, I thought of like School's Out by Alice Cooper. Uh, yeah. We've got no rhymes. we got no principles. We've got no innocence. We can't even think of a word that <laughs> rhymes. Well, then rewrite the phrase, you know. <laughs> There's yeah, other words. Was, and, he,
1: and he got away with that because it was actually it was a tongue in cheek or. or, yeah. or But uh, but yeah, yeah, I and, and I I don't ever want to be insulting or prop myself up on a pedestal like i'm looking down at someone uh-huh. but yeah it's it, it bothers me i'm you know how many times do i have to hear the lyric uh you know put my love on a shelf or something like that you know I, i'd rather hear you know say it differently you know um I a young man uh well maybe i shouldn't tell those but i you know i tried to collaborate with people and, and not too long into the batten lyrics back and forth I know if it's going to work or not. And again, not because my stuff is better, just because it's different. I know that I, that might get, you know, writing that song, that's been the phrasing that has been done before and mm-hmm. Country music, singing about a dirt road and a long neck beer and party on a Friday night, whatever, uh, toes in the sand, you know, whatever. Um, that's yeah. That'll get you a hit and you'll probably make some money off that more money than me. But, uh, but I, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't go that route. It's, um,
0: you know. I just don't listen to that enjoy. much I don't listen to that much contemporary music anymore but the music that catches me again and this ties in with you are the music are the songs that tell a story wow okay. or a song I've heard before and' it's, I blame the sons of anarchy and the civil wars for this but a song that I've heard before done at a much slower speed or just a whole different tempo I heard an acoustic version on a uh, played up like on the 12th fret or something of uh fortunate son but it was yep. just uh, and it was on a on a scene from sons of anarchy so i went to spotify and started listening to all these different songs on uh the sons of anarchy soundtrack and it's yeah. just it's it's played at half the speed and just real delicate and real light and airy wow. and it's such a cool way of doing that song so that's the music part of it the lyrics that get me though the one uh, again, my brother turned me on to this song. The song that I can't get enough of right now is uh, the, the Sonny Liston song that Mark Knopfler does. Have you heard that?
1: And I'm a big Mark it's Knopfler. It's the
0: story fan. Mark Knopfler of, the, of Dire Straits, The Sultans yeah. of Swing. So he he does a solo piece, and I think it's called The Story of Sonny Liston. He had a left like Henry's Hammer, a right like Betty Bamalam. Isn't that a great image? <laughs> I'll send you that song, man. It's just, oh my it's, just Please a do. great Please do. song. And it's Please a simple, do. it's a simple hook yet complicated, but it tells the story of Sonny Liston. And it's oh, wow. it's really I'd neat. Like, yes, yeah, that there. song, Definitely. Hurricane by Bob Dylan. Yeah. Uh, I've revisited that and I can't get enough of that song. I keep hearing it over and over again because I've watched the movie now with Denzel Washington. Now I've got the story the going rain. along. It's yeah. so cool. Which leads uh, me to oh, go ahead. Right.
1: I, I was I was gonna I was gonna say the uh, uh another so you you mentioned songs played at half the speed. I remember when my kids were little, uh, they were listening to a song, a video game song, you know, a theme from video, and or or it was on a TV show, um, uh, one of those CSI things from Vegas or whatever yeah, it was, yeah. and, and they were playing Mad World it's a mad mad you know uh-huh. um you know uh hello teacher tell me what's my you know right. um and they said oh that's from uh, i recognized it from like a decade before so uh-huh. wasn't that it was a pumped up like real high energetic uh uh um hello teacher tell me what's my dad i forget right. the band who did it i should know the band it was one of those really pop elect uh you know electronic music kind of bands from the from the 80s i feel like an idiot for not remembering that but that's okay yeah, you're right
0: it happens at our age you know yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah and then tomorrow you'll be putting slicing up a banana for your cereal and it'll hit you like that
1: <laughs> right. right right exactly <laughs> too funny
0: so um you, you mentioned corroboration and i was going to ask you that it's actually on my notes and i just keep skipping over it and I have, I have a twofold reason asking this do you corroborate with other artists
1: on um, songwriting you know, every 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 source of helpful bit of information suggests that and i'm not against it i'm not like no no you know because i realize that's growth for putting yourself in a different comfort zone or out of your own or whatever and i have a very good friend Saul Knopf, who is a good song a great songwriter and he and i have tried it and he um I, the short story is I don't I believe in it, but I don't do it as much as I should. I, uh, Saul and I tried to do that and then we got busy doing something else, but he came in and said, look, I want to tell you, take the pressure off yourself. We may just sit and shoot the breeze today. Um, yeah we may do that two days in a row or whatever. He said, you know, he collaborates a lot and I think he gets a lot out of it. Um, but uh, and what it's funny because when you do that, when you work with other people, it keeps you honest. Like if, if I say, come up with a second line that is, to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it rhymes, but uh, I'll get like, he'll say, yeah, that doesn't, the, the continuity's off. It doesn't make sense. Or it's not logical compared to, you know, or whatever. Um, so I don't do it. And the answer is I don't do it, but I really believe in it. I really should do more of that. You know?
0: My, my second part of that question was this, I have a woman that is living, I think in Oregon, moving to Hawaii. And she's coming up in the future on the show if she can write more music because she's written a couple songs, but she's like, I'm, I got nothing. I can't write anymore or something, you know. And I said, well, I'll I'll throw it out there to a couple of people that I know. And I mentioned it to a couple of people I know. This might be an opportunity for you to try something.
1: I would, I would love to do that. Please pass on my information to it. I will do that. that that. God, that would be great. Yeah. That would be fun. Nowadays, we got, you know, like you said, we didn't have the stuff back, the tools.
0: Didn't ha- we weren't we able to do computers. this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I sound like that every day. I sound like talking talk to my students. You know, we didn't have computers. Was...
0: <laughs> we used I to walk uphill in the snow both ways. In both ways. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, great minds. D- okay. Dad, you lived in Miami. <laughs> Potato in
1: my pocket. We
0: didn't
1: (laughs) we didn't have cell phones
0: (laughs) and we liked it. Remember that Dana Carvey bit? Oh my gosh. So (laughs) when I moved to Vermont, the word serendipitous came into my vocabulary, and I find people using that word so much it's like maple syrup up here it's on everything i am so fed up with serendipity and you send me a song called serendipity slips who said dick
1: my serendipity baby yeah. so okay full disclosure since you yeah. brought, i like that approach instead of pretend hey this is a really good time because i've been on those things where everything you do the person on the other yeah. end of the call like, is like, that's very good. I'm very interested. Uh, and that's an honest introduction. Um, so I'm going to be honest. I just, I wanted to use the word. <laughs> and I, I, I thought, you know, but I said, I don't want to just call it serendipity about it. And then I started thinking about the word. And then I thought, well, let me put slips at the end of it. Because, uh, you know, and I don't, you know, one thing I've always admired about uh, Led Zeppelin is their title's almost never have anything to do with the rest of the song and it's uh it's great you know so i thought let me just let me be you know we're i'm i'm finally getting into recording and i'm allowing myself to do stuff with other as you'll see by this song um instead of just the acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. you know maybe some bell you know some little synth wash in the background something different drums you know uh uh maybe play around with effects more than i used to on the voice and stuff like that. And connected yeah. was like that too. Um, my nephew told me, he says, yeah, I don't like when you modulate your voice so much. I said, I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying. So um, I allowed myself to do it the title, Cause my titles were always so obvious. Yeah. Um, I want you to, d- <laughs> I changed the title of my song and I want you to look it up on YouTube or I'll send you a link. It's called the dog song, Jim act Rezac- It's a live version i'm not going to go and the reason i changed it to the dog song because the original title was the chorus line which was like giving away a punchline to a joke and that's all i'm going to say but okay <laughs> the dog song
0: well you'll see with 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 some trepidation we're going to play the <laughs> <your> last song <laughs> The big joke about all of this see is and I the analogy of, of maple syrup. When I moved here, everything yeah. was maple syrup. When I moved first time I moved to Vermont year ninety eight eight years ago, whatever. It's like and I tell spice people spice around here in the fall. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I tell people they put maple syrup in their toilet paper up here. That's how bad it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. and, and and right up there with that was the word serendipitous because everything that happens is just so serendipitous. It's a, no, it's uh-huh. not it's a coincidence.
1: It yeah. happened. Okay, yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> that, that would annoy me, too, I'll be honest with you.
0: So. Yeah. Without further ado, how about that? Without further ado, <laughs> we'll do that. We're going to listen to the last song that uh, Jim Rezac's got for us here, and this song is called Serendipity Slips. jim before we go this is the segment of the show we call shameless self-promotion so september's around the corner rest of the year is coming up what do we got where do we find you where do we find your music where do we buy your music where do we buy your merch et cetera?
1: well let me uh uh i've just finished probably the heavier uh part of my schedule as far as live performances but i'm working on some other stuff for the fall but as far as where you can find me each and every uh i love this shameless plug part of it i gotta be honest with you each and every sunday night i do a live stream on twitch and it's if you remember my delicaster guitar uh that's how you find me delicaster i'm sure if you typed in jim Rizak, you'll find me too but delicaster sunday night at 7 p.m eastern standard time and we love people from all over we we it's a very warm community and we greet people like you walked into our house uh, and what is it what, uh, is, what is your show so uh it's a it's just me playing uh songs and chatting it up if you're if you're if you tune in no one sees you you but and you don't even have to chat if you don't want to you can just watch it and listen and put it on in the background and i play some new songs i try out some new songs on people uh the people get the the people in that tune in get to know each other and have their own conversations going on oh hey joanne hey karen it's kind of neat um but that's uh on twitch it's a twitch app now uh in the next couple of months within the next couple of months that i will also be kicking off um a another free live stream on facebook and what i would like to invite people to do if you've liked what you've heard you want to hear more of it please um follow the, the easiest thing you can do is follow me on facebook jim rezak r-e-z-a-c music that's my page for my music page jim rezak music and i have a uh, i'm developing a a, a group that you, you know doesn't cost anything to join a private group where you know we'll do these performances that way as well and that's a lot of fun and from there i'll uh, you can also find me on YouTube. I have a lot of old video, live videos up on YouTube. Jim Rizak music. Well, as
0: old as you are, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, here we go.
0: Let's <laughs> oh, see, I'm older than you. So I, I yeah. <laughs> right.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: <laughs> records for sale, CDs for sale, Spotify, songs for sale. Oh, Is that how you?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow. Spotify. Jim Rizak. Uh, I have, uh, everything that you've heard today is on spotify but i have some other ones on there and um uh, you know please please go to spotify jim rezek on spotify and uh, support me that that would be that would warm my heart if you one, one more plug
0: for jim on that too for our listeners that when we were talking about getting this thing set up and everything i started listening to his music and it was one of those things where i had spotify on and on jim's page and I walked away, and I was doing stuff and I just kept coming back to say, what was that? And I kept coming back, looking at my computer to see what was that? What was that? Wow. So uh, you really grabbed me as a, as a lyricist and a songwriter, Jim. I'm glad to have met you and uh, so excited to be working with you. And cause I know we're going to be oh crossing paths again and again. Now the, I think
1: the, the pleasure is mine. And I forgot one important shameless plug. Oh, if you, if you like funny situational podcast this is like listening to an old radio show but hilarious uh some local people from here in delaware have an award internationally award-winning podcast called mucky landing and it's mucky with an e -E m-u-c-k-e-y mucky landing and colon a sort of podcast (laughs) and it is funny and if you're anywhere near if you know delaware or from delaware it's even more funny because we just have a whole lot of fun at Delawarean's expense, and it's it's hilarious. But I wrote the theme song for it, uh, which <laughs> that's how I got this hat. But the the theme song won along with some other awards that we won uh, New Jersey Web Fest back in twenty twenty one, and I was competing against people, young people in you know the the, the millennials that know this stuff uh, from Greenland, from England, from Colorado, uh-huh. whatever um and uh, i won you know so uh best song for a podcast and it was uh i usually have the i usually have the uh the award here somewhere hanging around my neck <laughs> That's
0: awesome. anyway well jim it's been it's been a pleasure it's been fun i, I wish the show could go two hours because i think we could do two hours easily you know uh, yeah it was yeah. great just
1: talking about yeah. mel brooks i mean
0: <laughs> right right and and just right. because we were talking about wordsmiths and stuff just so yes. you know that uh Rizak is craze spelled inside out. Just you know. <laughs> I will I j- never look I will never
1: I- look at my name again <laughs> the same way. <laughs> Bring it full circle there. There we go.
0: We've been with wow. Jim Rizak. Great, great fun interview. Up next, we're gonna wrap up our week in Delaware with the Dustin Manucci Trio. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show